6: Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason
0: McIntyre.
7: What is up, Straight Fire fam? Jason McIntyre, straight fire for Tuesday, August 16th. We are past the midway point of the month of August. You can smell football in the air, but I'm going to preface this by saying this may be a basketball-heavy podcast, and not just because. The Gray Foxes, yes, the Gray Foxes, won their semifinal matchup on Sunday. I didn't want to talk about it big on Monday because I wanted the comeback show to be more about sports, and you know now that we're... Into the week, I can I can talk to you about the big semifinal win, and we are slated to play in the finals Sunday six o'clock. We were playing the defending champs. They won, I think, nine games last year. We played them twice this year. We whooped them by like twenty five when they were missing their second best player, and then we beat them in uh, in a good game. But we we only had five guys, and um, it, we beat them, and it, it was kind of close. But I think we won by like nine or seven or nine or something like that. But we are going to have all 10 dudes for the championship game. And, you know, <laughs> um, just a quick word on the semifinal. Yes, there is actual sports to be talked about, but a quick word on the semifinal. So we had eight eight of our 10 guys. We've never had 10. We've never had more than eight for a game, you know, because it's summer. People are taking off. And, you know, we're missing our best wing defender. And we're missing, like, uh, just one of our, like, best IQ guys, KG veteran. We are playing a team that we beat twice, but they had a guy who no, none of us had seen. Like, sometimes you'll show up before games and catch the tail, like, final 10 minutes of a game. And sometimes you'll stay after for a few minutes and watch a few minutes. I'd never seen this guy before, but uh, one of our, our players had seen him and was like, this guy's really good. And I was like, all right, so you could see him warming up Indian guy, but he was like 6'3". And he, he you know, he looked athletic and young, probably 25. This guy makes a three on their first possession, and it's obvious that he's pretty good. And then he has like a and one, and then he hits a three, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this guy's really good. He was a strong player. And listen, I'm not going to overhype him. He was, I said, 6'3", but he played Durant-ish in that he had a high release point. And we started our, our one big guy, Dane. You guys that know the former Notre Dame quarterback. Started Dane against him, and he he would shoot these threes. And then we moved our other guy, Craig, who's a big guy, a little quicker against him. And he, you know, he's just unstoppable. This guy must add twenty five or thirty points. He, he was incredible. But we also had a third big guy who I think is like six four, maybe six five, and briefly played in Germany. And just you could just tell he wore down going against our three bigs. I didn't play particularly well myself. I will tell you why in a moment. Um, and it has nothing to do with Hawaii. But we prevailed. I mean, you know, they cut it to like three in the second half. It went with like 15 minutes left, but we pulled away. I think we went by 16, and, and their captain was like, let's just call the game with like 130 left. Um, their best player, the guy I just told you about, came – he was just gassed. It, it, like he would stop running up and down the court midway through the second half. You could tell he had nothing left because they, they couldn't take him out. And so, you know, he he did not come in for like the final seven minutes anyways. I didn't play well because I had this harebrained idea watching some of these people on Instagram film basketball games that, oh, guys, we could, what what if we had somebody come film our game and then we made like a video out of it, like our intros to the game, you know, walking up as if we were NBA players. Yes, I know you're laughing. I get it. Ha ha ha. And and our warming up and then the game, it could be cool. It could be fun. And. I didn't think the rest of our team would want it, and they were like, yo, yeah, this is fun. You know, because come on, why not? You know, we're fun, we're old, we're having fun. And we're, we're a good team, pretty confident. So, you know, I found a guy on Instagram through a buddy, a quasi-buddy that I know, and he recommended him. Uh, the guy's a student at Pepperdine, and, you know, I, had, I looked at his Instagram and a couple uh, videos he's done. Like, the guy's obviously pretty good. So he comes out, and the whole time I'm thinking about the cameraman. <laughs> and obviously, like in warmups, I could tell like I was off. Um, and, and in the game, I think I was like one for six. I just wasn't. Now, defensively, I was fine mostly, um, but I could just tell I was overthinking it. And, and I didn't play particularly well, but we didn't shoot it well. We just, you know, the big guy, Dane, was a monster. And, you know, and it was the, Dane's obviously really good. He played quarterback at Notre Dame, he played high school basketball. The guy's a beast. And this was the game where I could just you could just see how he is a high level athlete who was recruited by uh, Pete Carroll at USC and Sark and all these like high level college football coaches are in in the in his living room recruiting him to come play. And you could just tell like this guy's got utmost confidence. And, it's you know, like midway through the second half, I'm like, we should just dump it down to him every time. But they'll start doubling. We'll get open jumpers. You know, we. They they initially sagged. They were playing like a two one two, and now I'm getting way in the weeds. But nevertheless, Dane was an absolute monster, and it was a great win. And we're excited for the finals. It's a six o'clock Sunday, so uh, you know it, it it should be a fun one. That being said, I do need to also talk about the NBA because a few things happened that I think are kind of fascinating. I know the Lamar Jackson things floating out there. Frankly, I the the closer you get to being in the media and seeing how the sausage gets made, I don't know that I buy any of this Lamar Jackson stuff. Basically, people are looking to fill the time with reporting that's masquerading as inside information. And Jay Glazer's not reporting jack squat. Um, Peter King's not really reporting anything. Adam Schefter is not reporting anything. Uh, 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 He was on here last week. Ian Rappaport. He's not saying—nobody knows. And if you don't know, instead of just guessing or saying dumb stuff— It's like, let me just say nothing. And so I'm not going to dive into the Lamar Jackson. Is it a fun topic? Should he get fully guaranteed money like Deshaun Watson? I don't think so. But I think if anybody, any of the quarterbacks that are up, like Kyler Murray, him, yeah, sure. Why not? He should ask for it. He's not going to get it, but he should ask for it. Um, So I'm not in love with the Lamar Jackson story. And frankly, you know, I saw that Tampa sat 29 players for the preseason opener. I love football. I love, like, scouting, mostly my Jets, watching the preseason games, looking at the young guys who are trying really hard to make the roster and identifying guys before they pop, you know, before they become like, oh, that guy's a key player on special teams or, oh, gosh, he's awesome in the dime package. You know, I can't wait for him to be a starter. One of those deals. But you really only do that for your favorite team. I'm not doing that for, like, the Minnesota Vikings, who, by the way, I like a lot this year. But, it, it, you know, I could dive into... Boy, Rob G's Raiders. Have you seen the musical chairs they're playing on the offensive line? And do you know Derek Carr's numbers plummet when he's under pressure? Clean pocket Derek Carr is a good, good quarterback. Maybe a top 10 quarterback under uh, uh, when it's a clean pocket. You get him under pressure and Derek Carr folds like a cheap card table. And I know the skill position players are awesome and Rob G's excited. A lot of Raiders fans are pumped. I'm just... I do not like the cut of this Raiders team right now. The secondary is laughable. I don't think they're a playoff team. They got super lucky last year. We'll we'll eventually do previews of all the teams or the teams that matter. I have officially booked my trip to Vegas to sign up for the $5 million um, contest. I forget which hotel it's with, but they're not advertising here anyway, so no need for me to pump them up. Um, So yeah, the ticket's booked. I will lay my bigger money future bets than the one I lay at other places, shall we say. Um, But I'm excited to hit Vegas. It'll be a quick in-and-out job. Uh, I'll go to a couple other shops, shop around for the best prices online ahead of time. Um, And whatever you can find in the desert that's better, lay the lumber there.
3: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
6: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
7: And now the portion of the podcast that I'm totally interested that I don't know if you guys are going to be. But did anybody see all the photos that were posted from Draymond Green's wedding over the weekend? If you have no idea what I'm talking about, it's less about who was there and more about who was not. But also, who was there was pretty cool. Obviously, LeBron, once he posted about it, I think LeBron might have been the first. I didn't see anybody other than LeBron post about it, and then you start going in the weeds and click on the other guys who were in LeBron's photo that he tagged, like Kentavious Caldwell-Pope and Moses Moody and Juan Toscano-Anderson, obviously Steph Curry. Uh, my guy, Matt Barnes, was there. I say my guy, but I don't have his number because I should have texted him and asked him for some details. Um, Leandro Barbosa, Sean Livingston, a lot of former Warriors. A lot. I saw Clay. I did see Jason Tatum there. I wonder if that's like an Olympic thing, maybe I don't know. Da Baby and Roddy Rich performed for all you cultural tastemakers. It looked like it was pretty lit. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, da Baby, I could. He's all right. Uh, Roddy Rich has a couple a couple bangers that I really like, but I think the overarching thing that my takeaway was, damn, I can't remember the last. NFL player's wedding that got this much pub on social media that felt like an event. And it's weird. This is one thing that the NBA has that culturally you don't get at baseball and the NFL. You just don't. But major NBA player, I mean, Draymond Green's a major NBA player. He's, he's on the Warriors. Now, if he was on Charlotte, he's not a major NBA player, but he's on the Warriors. He's a championship winner, all-star, all-NBA, defensive player of the year, blah, blah, blah. He has a wedding. He invites LeBron. And Curry's there. And Jason Tatum's there. And it's like, well, this is a scene. It's like a huge deal. And, of course, all these blogs write about it. We'll talk about blogs in a second. Um, but the one guy who I did not see in any pictures, and I texted one person. I, I can't say who it is. But I texted one person who would know. Was Kevin Durant there? Because if you guys are on social media. You saw, allegedly, Kevin Durant was working out with Jason Tatum in within the last four days out here in L.A. Now, Kevin Durant also was recently traveling with uh, James Harden, some rapper, and they were going to see concerts. And I don't know. Maybe Kevin Durant was invited to Draymond Green's wedding but could not go. Maybe Kevin Durant did not get invited. I don't know the answer to that. I think it's interesting though that the team he was on, the Golden State Warriors, everybody was there from the last like five years. The only guy, the only other guy I didn't see was Harrison Barnes, who basically ended up getting traded for KD. But nevertheless, um, if you basically played for the Warriors, you were there. And it listen, I I get the click thing, right? There's clearly like a cool click in the NBA, like, and there's some overlap, but players get along largely. I, for the longest time, did not think LeBron and Curry got along after they went toe to toe in the finals and had a couple moments and LeBron kind of disrespected Curry, whatever. That's all water under the bridge on the court. You know, people get heated all the time. If you guys play sports, you know this. And even if you don't, you got to understand, like there's some dudes in between the lines where it's a different feel than it is outside the lines and it's clear Curry and LeBron are friends. Um, But there seems to be like a click in the NBA, and I don't think Kevin Durant applies to the one that's like the cool one with all these guys, Curry and uh, LeBron, and uh, you could put Draymond Green in there. And I'm sure there's other other cliques, you know, maybe regionally in the league. A lot of young players get together and hang out in summer, and a lot of guys are out here in L.A., I just wonder, Kevin Durant never really seems to fit in anywhere. If he does force his way out of the Nets, he will have played on, what, four different teams in the last, like, seven years? For a major high-level superstar. Is that not a little bit odd? Now, I get the click thing because, and I don't know how much I've talked about this, maybe a little bit, but there used to be, like, a blog click I don't know how many of you guys followed me when I was writing for the website, but I started this blog, The Big Lead, back in like 2006, and it was like the blog heyday, the 2006, 7, 8, when all these writers or wannabe writers were starting blogs, and we were fighting against the mainstream media, and we were all in this together, let's fight the power, let's take down new media. It was kind of an us against them mentality, which was silly, but we were all like banded together, like linking one another and all that stuff. But at some point, I realized, like, if I'm doing the same shit as everybody else and writing kind of about the same topics, I'm never going to get anywhere. You've got to separate yourself from the pack. And that's when I started to interview media members. Um, Now, I was doing the website anonymously, so nobody knew who I was. I was just like the big lead. That was like who I was. And nobody really – I mean, a couple people asked. I just didn't really tell them. And I couldn't tell them because I was still working at Us Weekly. And I wasn't making any money on the blog. It was just, you know, a, a hobby that I thought maybe had some legs. And then, of course, you know, I was, I was dating this girl who ended up being my wife. She was making good money. And she was like, yeah, quit your job if you think there's something here. And I famously, the first paycheck I got in like the first month, basically my wife and I buzzed through like three seasons of The Office in that first month that I left us weekly and the first check I got was for like that could cover a phone bill. It was like $119 maybe. I I forget the number, but I mean this was over 15 years ago now. And eventually, you know, things picked up pretty quickly. But um, when I separated myself a little bit interviewing media members, then the thing I started to do after that was get written about. And like the LA times mentioned me, the New York post, I would break some stories here and there and, I, again, I'm not comparing myself to those other bloggers, but I started to kind of have some sort of rise, whatever that was. And then I kind of got um, – a, a, a company came to me was like, we want to rent you with the option to buy after two years. And that gave me a lot more firepower. I had more money. I started to hire a staff, and I came, uh, I came out, so to speak. Sports Illustrated wrote a piece about me revealing who I was. I met the guy. Uh, he, in New York city, he wrote about me. And then of course, once you make that kind of leap, it was like all the bloggers in the clique did not like me anymore. Cause now I was in sports illustrated newspapers. I was, I was being scoffed at, right? The The guys who used to be friendly with me when they didn't know who I was when I was a little lowly blogger now don't really want to hang with me. I always, one of the things that I preached to my kids to, friends is try to be inclusive hey we're going to the beach you know i'll send a text to a bunch of people maybe nobody replies usually people reply but maybe they don't come i'm just putting it out there hey we're gonna play pick up we're gonna do volleyball we're gonna play basketball uh who wants to go play i I try to be inclusive to as many people and and link people up and not like exclude people because you exclude people you're just being a dick and these blogger clicks instantly just hated my guts and did not like me um i don't know where Really, any of them are now. I'm sure some of them are still in the industry, but I do know at least half a dozen who wrote like kind of nasty things about me once the site was sold and, you know, New York Times wrote about the sale. I was like, I was the biggest sellout, blah, blah, blah. I just wonder if there is a vibe around Durant that he's not one of quote unquote us. He left us, Golden State. To go play for Brooklyn with that guy, Kyrie Irving, who, by the way, left LeBron. Now, I know that LeBron will say he and Kyrie are good and blah, 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 blah. I I just, I've never totally bought into that. You know, I haven't. Now, maybe Kyrie ends up in in LA and him and LeBron win a championship and I'm proven wrong. That's fine. Whatever.
6: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex
3: Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive.
7: I wonder if Kevin Durant has kind of pigeonholed himself into this spot where he doesn't have anybody. He's a man without a team. He's a man without a fan base. He's a man without a country. Like, Kevin Durant is not very well liked. Now, apparently Mark Stein over the weekend reported that Kevin Durant would sooner retire retire, than play for another team. This was according to some, like, unnamed front office guy in the East. Some nonsense. And it feels like just total garbage. Just hearing that, like Kevin Durant, not even 34, is going to retire from the NBA. A guy who cares so much about his career and legacy and engaging with fans. Are you kidding me? I heard that. I was just like, no. And Kevin Durant responded to it on Twitter. It's so insanely stupid that he responded to it. And at times I feel a little bad for KD. I know he doesn't really care about this. But yes, I will tag him when the post goes up. I, I just wonder... Like, who's advising him? Is there a reason? Now, maybe he got invited to Draymond's Green that just didn't want to go. Maybe he got invited to the wedding where all of his buddies, a bunch of NBA guys, are. maybe he wanted to avoid the drama. You know, maybe he wanted to continue to hang out with James Harden or Kyrie Irving. I, don't, I have no idea. But just whatever's happening with KD, it just, it just doesn't feel great. You know? It's one of those scenes where it's just like, gosh— for such a superstar. He was the best player in the league, period, when he was with the Warriors. Unstoppable. Two straight finals MVPs. They rolled people. And, you know, you could say that that the injury against the Raptors changed everything. Okay. I I get that. You could say that a couple arguments with Draymond on the sideline changed everything. Uh, Okay, fine. Fair enough. But I still think leaving the Warriors... To go join forces with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. By the way, I didn't see Kyrie in any of the pictures in Draymond Green's wedding. Did not really see that one. And I'm not saying you have to. Like, there's no reason Kyrie should be there. Maybe he's not friends with Draymond. Maybe he doesn't like him. I get it. But it's just weird when you see so many guys from around the league come together for a wedding. And, you know, the baby, Roddy Rich is like it's like a cultural event, basically. And you've got other superstars who are not there. And you think that KD and Draymond were cool. But I guess not. And I just, I don't know where KD goes from here. Because this Boston Celtics stuff, you know, like, again, there was a photo of Tatum and KD working out, allegedly recent. Um, Like, is Boston going to embrace Kevin Durant? They just went to the finals. First of all, they swept Durant in the first round, but they just went to the finals with this team. They were leading the Warriors. I think it was 2-1 in the fourth quarter with like six minutes left before they melted and Curry took over. And now you're going to blow that up to bring in Kevin Durant, who, yes, is incredible, but do we know where his head's at or where he's going to be? He's jumping around teams. I, I When I texted someone about, about KD... I got an incredible response. I'll read it verbatim. The players love KD. KD doesn't love himself. And that's kind of deep. And I was wondering like, okay, you know, I'm sure they like playing with him. Is he a good hang? Remember, you you guys have seen that movie. uh, I think it's called The Internship where they have what's called a layover test when you're interviewing somebody. Would you want to sit next to this guy on a bar stool when you have a layover for a flight and, and talk to him for, I don't know, an hour or two hours? Is that somebody you'd want to be around? Now, for, for, as a basketball player? Hell yeah for Kevin Durant. Oh my gosh. Um, but is he the kind of guy you'd want to spend talking to for a couple hours versus, say, a Steph Curry? Versus, say, uh, uh, er, er, is is Aaron Rodgers closer to Kyrie KD territory than say, you know, a Curry? And not to keep leaning on Curry, I'll think of an NFL player in a second. Uh, A Tom Brady? Come on, of course you'd want to be hang out with Brady. I'm sure he's got stories galore, and is interesting. I just, you just, I never know what I'm getting from Durant, and I've been one of the biggest Durant champions on social media. So I don't want you guys coming after me saying, Oh, why do you hate KD?" You know, I've been one of the biggest proponents of Kevin Durant. I just, this latest behavior is just kind of troubling. I I don't know where it's going with him. I know it's August. It's kind of a dead period. Jason, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. He probably got invited to the wedding and just didn't want to go. And that's possible. Maybe he uh, had a pre-planned trip to, um, I I don't know, Argentina. I'm just throwing out anything. It's any of that's possible. I just, it's just tough for me to see that those photos, and you know LeBron's son is playing in all these basketball tournaments everywhere. LeBron went and supported Draymond Green. I it's it's weird. I don't have an answer. Maybe KD doesn't love himself. He didn't want to be around there, um, and he's got some stuff he needs to figure out. But we all kind of do, right? I know I certainly do. I haven't, I haven't, not ready to talk about those yet on the podcast, but maybe one day. As for now, um, we have a great guest coming up tomorrow. We'll talk a little college footy, college football closer than the NFL. And there are a couple of really good early season college football games. Um, I'll be back on the herd today in a couple hours. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue.